This is Positive Anger with myself, Nathan McIntosh. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry this episode is late, okay? I apologize that this episode is late. I didn't... Okay, let me tell you guys something. I didn't even think that I was going to be doing this episode, okay? First of all, I, uh... I, I'm in LA this week. I wasn't able to bring my mic with me. Oh, also, so you know, and I mean, you're fine with it. It's just going to be me this week, you know, screaming into a microphone here by myself. But um, yeah, I wasn't able to bring my, my microphone to LA. I mean, I could, but uh, it's, yeah, it's in a, it, the way that it's shaped, when they put it through the, the scanner, it, I mean, it's just going to look like a bomb. So I just decided, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring it. Not that you, you, they're just going to scan it and be like, what the hell is this? I got to pull it out of a box. I'm gonna, it's a mic. And they're like, sure, it's a mic. I'm like, yeah, of course. It's a microphone. I'm like, sir, take the microphone apart. And I got to sit there with a tiny little Allen key, ripping the whole thing apart. So I didn't bring it, okay? So I figured, well, I probably won't uh, do the podcast. I was going to send a, a message out being like, hey, guys, no episode this week. I apologize. And I thought, well, I don't want to not do an episode. There are people driving on highways. What are they going to listen to? So I'm doing the episode. But here is the other thing about that. So I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to bring my microphone, okay? Luckily, I'm staying in a friend's house who has a USB mic. But it is not a real good one. So the sound might not be the best. I think when I move the mic, it makes like a, a clicking noise. So there's another thing I have to apologize about. If the sound is bad, uh, you, I, tr- I tried. Okay, I tried. I should have. I sh- what I should have done is had an episode ready to go, but I didn't want to really record something too far out, and then you know the whole world explodes, and you just hear me being like, "Oh, movies are weird, huh?" And you, you, people are like, "Are you going to talk about China being, you know, sunk?" Um, so this microphone legitimately is a microphone for DJ Hero or Guitar Hero. This is a video game microphone that I'm talking into right now. The beautiful, the amazing Logitech USB mic. So, <clears throat> I'm talking into this, and it might not sound the best, but I'm doing it for... The people, and I gotta say too, I'm staying at my friend's house in uh, in LA. He's out of town, which is uh, amazing. That it, like he, I wish he was here because he's a, a very good friend of mine. But it's also wicked because it just timed out perfectly that I have a place to stay that's decent. Let me tell you something about comedians. There's like two. Well, there's more than two types, but let me just talk about these two types. There's there's the one type that has their life together in a way. You walk into their house, they care. They got chairs for you to sit on. They have cups. They have cups. You you go, hey, can I have a drink? And they go, yeah, what would you like to drink? And they have options. And they have glasses that are clean and reachable. And you could just use them whenever you want. They have, they have, they have, they have, they, 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 uh, things are together. You come into one of the houses and you go, wow, this is at least a person that cares about themselves and people that are going to come into their house which is where I am right now, which I'm very thankful for because the other type is people that just, comedians that just don't care. Whole house is covered in sludge. There's dust on everything. No cups, none. First of all, they won't even offer you really anything. And even when they do, it's water. Or then you go, hey, 
is there a cup? And they go, oh, yeah, the cups are dirty. You have to wash a cup. Don't even, you don't even have, you don't have one cup? You don't have one cup, glass, nothing that can be used to hold a beverage for human beings that come into your establishment, i.e. house. So luckily, um, I'm able to stay at a, a friend's house who is, uh, man, I mean, he's got it together. I mean, this is, uh, this is a good time right here. And uh, which then allows me to do the podcast as well, because if I was staying at one of the sludge houses, you know, I'm, I'm sleeping in a couch, I'm, I'm melted into the floor, there, I st- every day I stand up, I'm stepping in wing bones, and uh, you know, you're sleeping on a pizza box, and people are going to bed at four, waking up at eight, like it just, it just, it's like a, it's a full tilt madhouse of craziness where you go, how, do you, how does anybody do anything? And uh, then you realize, well, maybe we aren't, none of us are doing anything. I mean, what the hell are we really doing at the end of the day? We're screaming into the void ideas and thoughts to people that we hope uh, people like. Um, I really hope this mic sounds okay. Uh, what did I want to say? Oh, so so uh, I want to say as well, thank you to... So I'm in L.A. Uh, doing the... I, I taped uh, Conan. I taped an episode of Conan. I did stand-up on Conan the other night. Uh want to say thank you to everybody that watched and sent me messages, man. I got, message, I got a message from a guy in Taiwan. Taiwan! I ain't never been... You know what I mean? I never been to Taiwan. It's amazing. Um, yeah, everybody that reached out, everybody, everybody that sent a message or anything, I really, really appreciate it. That uh, the the Conan thing was a big deal to me because you know I, I grew up my whole life watching uh, like watching stand up and watching comedy, and I and I. I watched a lot of late night sets. I would stay up even when I first started comedy. I would come home after doing some shows, and I mean shows where you you go to a bar and comedy show and free pool start at the exact same time. So people are just breaking, but like just gah, gah, as you're on stage trying to get a joke out about how the bus is weird. People are just gah, but throwing bets down. So you know what I mean? And then I would go home after some trash like that. Actually, one of those shows one time, I uh, I was on stage. There's people in the back playing pool. Again, just sharking it, you know? Chalk all over the place. There's blue dust in the air. It's it's a, it's a haze of, of, uh, of, of nothing but pool back there. And I said something about my girlfriend at the time. I go, oh, uh, me and my girlfriend. And just some loser, some human piece of garbage leaned over a pool table while he's just, you know, ready to try to sink a five into the corner pocket or whatever the hell he's doing. He's not even looking at me. He's just listening. And he goes, yeah, right, you have a girlfriend. Smokes the ball, right? And I lost my mind. Because when you first start comedy, it's the worst. Uh, It's the best because you know you you're very excited about it and it's a thing that you want to do and you're like oh man this is so fun I'm so happy I get to do this this is great but it sucks in terms of it's like back to back bad shows for years and years when I when I first started sort of doing uh, comedy in Toronto I mean Monday to Sunday you were just getting kicked in the fucking dick all night every night by terrible shows nobody there i got heckled one time i did a show at a homeless bar it was a bar right beside a homeless shelter that homeless people hung out in so you go up and you're literally talking to homeless people and if you think that homeless people in in a bar care about clever jokes or or puns put together you'd be wrong you'd be very wrong they're in real life situations they don't need you being like Oh well, I went to the store the other day and I tried to buy like the, the, the you know it was it was terrible. I was also super super young and new into comedy, 
Um, I mean, I'm still pretty new into comedy to 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 a lot of people. Uh, whatever, you know, I'm just rambling. But but uh, I lost my mind on that guy. I lost my mind because that was a Sunday night, and I'd already Monday, Tuesday, just going up in front of two people. Then you go up at another show, and there's three people at a bar, and they're watching TV. And the whole point of the show was to try to get three people to not watch TV anymore and listen to you. So you're screaming at the backs of heads of people who just wanted to go out and watch, have a drink, and watch a goddamn game. And now they got a a a, a 20 year old behind them screaming into the back of their head. Calling them losers for not listening to jokes about whatever? It's not It's not fun at the very beginning. So it was a full week of that to the face. And then I'm just like, oh, me and my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, you don't have a girlfriend. I lost my mind. I go, buddy, you're a piece of garbage. I go, your friend looks like Chewbacca. Your girlfriend's disgusting. I just, you know, there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of pent up. I mean, you can hear you hear me anyway every week yelling about things. Let me tell you something. I I get angry about things, but I don't. I'm not angry. Like I'm legitimately not an angry person. Um, I like people. I, I I like have you know. I like. I'm not walking around all day. Like, this sucks. Fuck this. You what the fuck? But uh, back then when it wasn't, and I was still kind of that way. But back then when it was all bad, you know what I mean. Like every show was a fight. I had had enough that week, and I lit into that dude, and he he started to walk up to the the stage, and his friend pulled him back, and I can't fight, and I would have lost that fight, but yo, I was ready to lose that fight. I by the end of that week, I'm I'm ready to lose a fight. You want to do this, pool man? Fine, you can kick the fuck out of me, but I I I'm ready. I, I swear to God, I don't even care because I'm so mad. Um. So, anyways, that whole big tangent there was to say that uh, Conan. Conan meant a lot to me, man, just thinking about where, uh, you know, it's one of the, it's, it, late night set is something I've always wanted to do, uh, growing up watching them, I thought they were really, really cool, and, uh, you know, I wanted to have one of my own, I wanted to be able to go out there and uh, do, and, and sort of do what I do, uh, you know, minus swearing and tangents, because it's TV and you gotta have your life together, but, uh, you know, I again, I really, really appreciate people's messages. I really appreciate people reaching out and uh, watching it. And also, I know anybody that's been following me for a little while has heard a couple of those jokes before, and I get it. And, you know, you'll hear uh, new stuff in the future. I'm, tr I'm trying to put uh, together another album, and uh, it'll all be stuff you haven't heard. But uh, Conan stuff, it's kind of like when you do your first uh, TV thing, you know, they also approved that set a long time ago. And through the magic of TV, it took a long time to actually, you know, do it. I, I thought I thought I was going to be doing it like a year ago, and then something came up, and it's not happening. And you know, it's back and forth, back and forth. So takes time, you know. Just saying, I get it. All right, I'm sure somebody was at home like, I've heard this joke. Look, man. Okay, the rest of America hasn't. The rest of America hasn't. Weeping now. Um. So before I, uh, there was a couple things I want to say here, but uh, quickly, just for anybody who might want to care or know, because I got a lot of questions about like what happens after Conan. I, messages from people back home in Nova Scotia who who were like, "Hey man, is there a big after party?" Like a lot of people just thought when as soon as the show's done, you know, Conan takes his shirt off and you're out in a pool and there's just women oiling themselves up and everybody's doing shots and it's like oh man what a great show huh and uh, you know that's not really what happens it's just a it's a job so he's gone the other people left like uh, uh quarterback for the seahawks russell wilson was there 
he was super nice to me. He came up, uh, said some nice things, and he's out. Um, you just leave. It tapes at, uh, I mean, they air it at night, obviously. They aired at 11 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, but you tape it at 4. So I think I did the set at like 5.15 in uh, L.A. time. So, you know, sun's out, people are cooking, and uh, and then you just sort of walk out. Um, that whole thing was very, very cool. All the people in the back were amazing. Everybody that works there was really, really cool and fun. Conan was super nice to me, came over, said a couple things. Um, he's a very, very nice man. So the whole the whole thing uh, was great, and that's why I'm in L.A., and uh, I, I, again, really, really appreciate people sending messages. Um, this is my first time in L.A. I've never been, and I really thought I would kind of hate it. I'm not going to lie, because uh, I'm not a sun, sand, beach guy, and that is dictated by uh, my genes, man. I, I didn't pick red hair. I didn't pick white, uh, pasty skin that can get burnt by a microwave. It's what I have. So I was always kind of like, you know, I don't, I, I'm like, sand's going to hit you in the face, and you're walking down the street, and there's just like a, a sun beating down on you, and you're and you're looking at little weird Oscar trophies, and you're like, what the hell is, what the hell's going on? Why am I doing this? And now I've been on here for a couple days, I'm not going to lie, yo, man, I really, really like L.A., yo. And I mean, that sounds like a stupid thing to say to people, be like, of course, why wouldn't you like L.A.? I mean, it's just great, this seems like a great place. The weather, the, the the sun, the whole thing. I mean, this is great. I'm wearing, during the day, you got a t-shirt on, you're partying at night, you put on a a, 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 a fall jacket. I mean, you're kicking life in the dick. I'm, I, I, I like, you know what I mean? I like sweaters, I like jackets. You can't really wear them all the time in New York. Definitely in summer. Summer in New York is, I swear to God, one of the most offensive things that can happen to you as a human being. If you, if you really want to assault your senses, all of them, every single sense you have, if you want to assault every single one of them, book a trip to New York, go to Times Square, July, August. Bright, sunny day, just walk down there, just, just being cooked, for one, smelling urine. Cooked. You ever think about what your apartment would smell like if you just started boiling urine? You ever think about that? Go to Times Square in August. It is pure cooked, unfiltered urine, baked into the street, just fighting your nose, fighting your face. You're getting severely burnt from hell. The whole thing is impossible. Every time you walk out of a building, you get punched in the face by heat. There's no breeze. Where the, where's the breeze coming from? It's getting blocked by the, the, the tallest buildings, the, the, the most cabs. There's no, there's no refuge anywhere. For, I, would, I would take two winters over a summer in New York, for sure. If it just went uh, fall, winter, spring, right back into winter, I think I would like that more than the full tilt assault that is a New York summer. My God. And and since I've been there, they're only getting worse. They're only getting hotter. Some people don't think uh, global warming exists. You know, when they, when they see a... When they see a, a polar bear slide off of a, 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 a green mountain because the, the ice is toast and the, the, the polar bear looks all dead and brown, even though he's supposed to be white because he's just rolling through snow all day, but he's been rolling through dirt because there is no snow at all and he rolls into the water looking for, looking for some sort of chill, but the water's boiling and he's like, God! People see that and they go, nah, global warming doesn't exist. The polar bear's just partying in the mud. Uh... New York has only gotten hotter since I've been there. Every single summer is a 
full is a new George Foreman grill to the face. You're just getting pressed and pressed, and it is so it never stops. It's just a full tilt battery on your face, hands, legs, body, eyes, and your I mean baked urine. Imagine putting just a full tilt bottle of piss into an oven. You know, I think it just, it, it, anyways, um, really, really liking uh, the the weather out here in L.A. I'm having a great time. This is sweet. Um, one thing that I, it, it, real stupid, but when I landed, you you, you landed LAX, and, uh, well, I don't know where you land. <laughs> oh, I, of course you landed. What the hell's wrong with me? You landed LAX. I'm seeing palm trees. I'm like, yo, this is sick. And then I see that uh, that observatory on the hill, and I'm like, yo, I know about that observatory from Grand Theft Auto. It's just, and as I'm driving into the city, I'm like, man, not that I didn't think they already did a good job. You know, people over at Rockstar need to be heralded. They already are, but the, just so the things that they put into the Grand Theft Auto games is amazing. When you really stand back and think about all the work that's gone into these things, you go, this is a full tilt masterpiece. This this thing is great. But I'm looking at the geography in the city as we're driving, as I'm driving to the hotel. Apologize about that. As I'm driving to the hotel, and I go, "This is uh, this is this is Grand Theft Auto. This is this is what it is. Right over there is where I had to beat up a pimp and and and, and put him into the trunk of a car to save some hookers that I then go back and kill anyway. Right up that hill is where I can go get a mission from some dude who's like, "Oh, my wife stole my ice cream truck, and I need her head beat in with a rock." I'm just like, "This is rock, yo." They nailed the geography of L.A. They, they, they just killed it. Even as you're walking down the street, I'm watching a guy uh, wearing like a, a, a tin jacket with a with a leprechaun hat on, just bouncing up the street. I'm like, yeah, that guy could easily be in a Grand Theft Auto game. That guy could just the, the character that this man is. Uh, anyway, so I feel I feel as if I've already kind of been here. You know what I mean? In bad ways, though. I've stolen cars here. I've uh, I've driven over just crowds of people. Just you just you know, you're, you're driving through an intersection, somebody's crossing the street, and you go, "Buddy, I just put turbos into this car. If you do not think that I'm going to fly right through you, you're wrong, buddy." Boom, flips over the hood. Um, anyways, so I really like it. I ended up getting here earlier than I thought too because uh, the pilot that I had on this flight was a real cowboy. Just an absolute, just maverick. He doesn't care. I think he got into the air and shut off the, the, the ground. They're trying to talk to him, and he's like, buddy, I got this. Just blast a Metallica up there. Sad but true, flying. This, we got into L.A. an hour and a half earlier than we were supposed to. I mean, what the hell's that? We left at the exact time we were gonna, and the guy's like, we're gonna be there a little early. And you go, okay, a little early. And then, you know, he's just, he's he's making moves in the air that you're like, he's doing dips, he's flying around. Anyways, we got here very early. Um, full tilt cowboy, this man. And, uh, yeah, so, anyways, I've been having a good time. And uh, I went to see, I didn't, I don't know, like, I don't know too much about LA, right? Just kind of what you see in, in movies and what friends of mine tell me and all that kind of stuff. They say it's very isolating because you do have to drive everywhere. I ended up, I got Lyft. I, I never had Uber or Lyft on my phone because living in New York, I'm like, you ain't driving me nowhere. And also, Uber's just Buddy's car. I, I can't, for whatever reason, it's not like a business to me. It's just a guy picking you up and he, you know, it's, it's, it's one step above hitchhiking. So I just can't. Like, it's just Buddy's car. I'm in Buddy's car. This man is just driving me somewhere. What the hell's going on? 
just you know what I mean? Hey, man, come to this restaurant. You walk up into a guy's uh, apartment, and he's wearing a robe, and he makes you eggs. You're like, that, that, that's not a restaurant. That's just Buddy's Kitchen. So I ended up getting Lyft because you you can't really walk around here. There's not you, you The bus is supposed to be terrible. There's only The subway doesn't really do that much. So I got Lyft, and um, yo, I'm having a real party with Lyft. I mean, you know what I mean? You go in your you go in your app, you go, yo, pick me up. Somebody picks you up. I've having great conversations. I talked to a guy for 45 minutes about Trump. It was great. Just sitting in a car, flying through LA. There's palm trees hitting you in the face. There's oiled up women just just sliding down the streets. And me and this man are having a conversation about Trump. He's great. I'm having a great time. Um I went to my friend, so the friend I'm staying with, he is uh, he's doing well for himself, okay? This is uh, uh, Darren Rose. He's a, a friend of mine, really, really funny comedian. He is, uh, I mean, the man's killing it, okay? He can't hear me say this because he's not here, but I mean, he's killing it. I'm looking around in his house, and I mean, that's a leather chair. That's another leather chair. I mean, that's two leather chairs. I could put that, I'm also sitting on a leather couch. You know what I mean? How much leather do you have in your house? I don't have a leather in my house. I have a jacket that has leather arms. Not even full leather jacket. The rest of it is fabric. I got leather arms. Do you see what I'm saying? So I don't have a leather couch. This man, two leather chairs, leather couch, all right? I am a man. If, 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 here's the thing you might not know about me. I am very excited by small things. Absolutely certain small things, like like this, for example. He, I go, he's let me stay at his house. I go, man, is there laundry in your building? He goes, there's laundry in the apartment. I go, laundry in the apartment? You kidding me? I go, you're telling me right now that I can fly home with clean clothes? I can wash all my stuff before I leave, pack it, and then I go back to New York and I unpack clean clothes? That's am- that's awesome. And he's like, I really wish I could get as excited about that as you are. And I go, but I'm, I'm, I'm jacked up. I don't have to fly with dirty clothes and then land like a, I go to the airport and if they open my bag, I don't gotta, I don't gotta stand there and feel bad. You know what I mean? When they're like, we got to open your bag so I don't got to go, oh, God, nothing but dirty undies in there. I just go, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. That's bounce right there. Those are bounce sheets. You smell that? Mmm. That's a fresh bag of beautifully clean laundry. So my friend lives on uh, basically Hollywood Boulevard, right off the, right, he's like two blocks away from the Man Chinese Theater the uh, the Dolby Theater whatever it was probably had probably had a way better name before they decided they needed some sort of sponsorship it was probably called the Beautiful Theater of All Things Art and then hey uh, we can give you some money and then it's the you know the movies are us theater I always hated that when they started doing stuff like that there's a theater in Toronto called the Sony Center and you go all right sweet you know I, I didn't know what Sony was, and now every time I drive by that, I'm like, oh, yeah, Sony, sick. I got to go get a 60-inch. used to be called the Hummingbird Center. That's that's just better because it's just you're like, well, oh, cool, that's great. And then Sony Center, are you ready to buy a $600 coffee table after watching a musical? Sony Center. So anyways, uh, he lives right on Hollywood Boulevard. So walking around out there today. I uh, I went down to uh, Starbucks to get a coffee because that's kind of what was close by. Because let me tell you something. I, I worked at Starbucks for a long time, and they made me drink the coffee black to let customers know what it tasted like. And I would have to – they'd be like, who? What do you think of the Sumatra? And I go, yo, this just tastes like hot dirt. This is just straight hot dirt. This is boiled dirt. And they'd be like, well, you can't just say that because I have to write down your answers. And I'd go, uh, write it down. You know what I mean? I don't even care. I'm, I'm 22 years old. This is hot dirt. 
I told one of them one time, she was like, she goes, what'd you think about this, uh, whatever the hell it was, uh, African blend or whatever the fuck, uh, and I go, yo, you know the scene in uh, Rocky Four when uh, Drago gets cut and he and he leans back and he's like, uh, he's not a man, he's a piece of iron. I go, that's that's what this coffee tastes like. And she's just like, I can't write that down. I go, you gotta write that down. It tastes like the scene in Rocky Four. And I'm watching her write it down on the paper. She's like, oh god, tastes like the scene in Rocky Four. And to me, that really made me laugh. So anyways, I'm not a big fan of Starbucks. There's some things that I like that they got going on in there, but their actual coffee, I mean, come on, man. And, and Unless you have been living in the straight wilderness uh, making coffee with, with marsh water, you know, you, you just you siphon a, a cup of water straight out of an alligator's mouth, there's no way that anybody can find this stuff good. There's just no way. If you... Unless you've been living on a riverboat where every once in a while you go, oh, man, I'm out of fresh water. I guess I'll just use this gasoline. And you just mix. You put a, you put a coffee pot in and you fill you one cup of gasoline and then you're drinking that. And you go, wow, I'm going to be up. There's no way that you can find this good. This is absolutely to the face bad. I mean, just straight bad. And they're actual, I mean, you get a latte, you're partying. You got a mocha, you're talking chocolate, baby. But when you just got a straight coffee, regular ass, dickless coffee, you just go, I mean, come on. This is, is anybody even trying? Does anybody even care? I haven't been on a riverboat. I haven't been drinking cups of gasoline filtered through coffee. I, you know what I mean? I'm a person walking around a metropolitan area. Anyways, so I went down there to get a coffee, which, uh, you know, I it's early, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be just wandering in the streets. There's people out there, for God's sakes. Criminals. That's not true. But uh, so I'm walking around, and I didn't know that, um, that like, the Walk of Fame is not sort of locked away on its own thing. I thought, like, you see you see when, uh, you know, a celebrity gets down on their hands and knees, and they put their hand in cement, and, and they're like, look at this. I live here now. And uh, then people are like, oh, God, yeah. Woo. I can't wait to spit on that fucking cube, man. My gum goes there. Yeah. The bottom of my shoe hits your fucking name, brah. Whatever people say when they watch a celebrity put their name in the in the cement. I didn't know it was just on the street. Like I didn't know I didn't I thought it was kinda like you had to get to it, if that sort of makes any sense. I didn't know it was just as if you know, may, again, you just go to Broadway in New York and there's people's names walking on the street. Like you walked, you walk on the street and I'm like, yo, there's Arnold's name. There's a, there's a, a, a Red Skelton, you know? And you're just walking around going, yeah, but look at, look at this street. This is, I mean, it's an okay street. It's not bad, but it's, it's pretty dirty. It'd be like if, it, it's not, it's, it's not where you expect the names for the walk of fame to be where like literally people are sleeping on the name you know people are just spitting on the name there's just weird shaped tourists from from places you haven't even heard of you know like great falls wyoming or coffee table minnesota sorry about that I really should just turn this off. Um, yeah, hey, where are you from, buddy? I'm from Table Legs, Wisconsin. You ever heard of it? And people are like, no, I haven't heard of it. And then people are like, oh, I know. Nobody ever hears about Table Legs. And you're like, yeah, I guess, man. You know, the big thing about Table Legs is we don't even have tables with legs. That's what's weird about my... All right, buddy, I'm going to leave. People really love to tell you where they're from, you know? People really love to just wedge that into the conversation. You can just, if you go to, like, I, I guarantee if I just sat down at Starbucks today and listened to people order things, 
Hey, can I get a tall coffee? What kind? Oh, uh, out in uh, refrigerator, Oklahoma, we don't have kinds of coffee. Be like, all right, buddy, I get it. You just wanted to let me know that you're from fucking refrigerator, Oklahoma, but just pick a coffee. You know what I mean? Dark, mild, hot, cold. Anyways, uh, oh, uh, air conditioning, uh, yeah, whatever, pick a state. South Dakota, ACSC is what we call it. SCSD. Um, anyways, so I didn't think that I didn't know that the, the, the Walk of Fame is just out there. So you're walking down the street and you're like, "Wow!" It'd be like, I thought it would just be more tucked away. So it'd be like if you walked into a museum and there was just garbage on the floor, you know, and there's just some like sweaty person leaning on a painting eating a Big Mac. It just it just seems strange that that's how it is, you know? It's like, hey, peasants, look at all the names of the people that are better than you as you walk down the street. And and then even for the other side, you're like, okay, yeah, cool, my name's on the street, but I mean, look at that street. Look at who's walking on it. What the hell are we talking about here? Just an interesting thing to see that we, you know, God, we love celebrities, man. We'll walk on these people, you know? We'll just, we just, we want to see their name written down on the street when we're walking down it. I mean, it's a very... It's just weird. It's just an odd, an odd thing. Like I understand it. you obviously liking people. Like I saw Arnold's name and I was like, "Oh man, Arnold!" I mean, I didn't do that. I uh, I dropped down to my knees and I, you know, I made love to that cube on the on the sidewalk. People are like, "What are you doing?" And I I move over and they're like, "Oh, it's Arnold." You guys having sex with Arnold's name on the street? <laughs> um, that's not what I did. I was kind of hoping that he would be, because you know, obviously there's like celebrity guests on Conan. I was like, man, I wonder who's gonna be on the night that I'm on. I go, I hope it's Arnold. Give me Arnold. If it would have been Arnold, I swear to God, I wouldn't have even gone out. I would have been like, Arnold, man, I'm gonna give you more time. Just go talk, buddy. I love Arnold. The guy's awesome. Anyways, um, we really love celebrities to the point that we will walk on these people and not even put their names in like a. Like a like a special place just on the street, people are spitting on it. You know, guaranteed at night people are taking a leak on on, you know, fucking Richard Branson's head. Uh it's weird. Um also, I mean we what's can I what is the deal with what is the deal? God. What I mean, every why do we want to see celebrities basically naked when they're pregnant what the fuck are we what is the does anybody does do people not know what pregnant people look like do we think that celebrities are going to be pregnant differently like their babies in the back you know or like on their shoulders and you're like well that's that's weird the baby's coming out of his head or just like a, a, a gucci bag that gets bigger and bigger for nine months and then a baby walks out of it since you over just years and years and years I've seen look at this celebrity they're pregnant naked why do they got to be like almost naked too can't you just show is there any way to show like a mother wearing a sweater where you go oh cool she's pregnant why does the woman have to be naked you know oiled up body and we're like what the it, it's just an odd odd thing and it's very weird to me that we just want to see I mean we just make celebrities get naked I mean you almost look at every Every celebrity that's almost ever been, they're kind of naked at some point in time in some way. We, they're on a magazine cover shirtless or they're like coming out of a pool and it's like, whoa, they're naked. It's not enough that you see somebody in a movie and you go, oh man, that is an Oscar worthy performance and then they even win an award for that and you're like, oh, that's pretty sick. 
but yo, what that, what's that dick like though? And then you got to see, you know, on the cover of GQ, it's just the imprint of a guy's rock hard fucking dick in a, in a pair of Calvin Klein's and that's it. Not, you know, barely a face. It's just a rock hard erection. This week we talked to Ryan Gosling about what he feels and it's just a big old dick in, in a pair of pants. It's just real weird that not enough that we watch these people do the talented thing that they do. Gotta see him shirtless. I mean, what do you, what do you, how, what, what's the rest of that look like? What are the, what's the chest like? What are the abs like, though, dude? Get naked. Are you pregnant? Yeah. Can we take a picture of you? Sure. Why are you wearing pants, though? What are you doing with a shirt? How am I supposed to know you're pregnant, you know? Well, maybe my stomach is sticking real far out and I look like a pregnant person because that's what happens. There's a baby growing inside of me. That's another person that I'm carrying around. I'm taking pictures for two, you know? Yeah, we just feel it'd be kind of cool if you were, like, just naked, though. Like, you ever think of that? Or you're wearing, like, a veil? Or you have, like, just a thong on? You ever, you ever think of that? You ever think of, like, doing something like that? We also need to see, like, your legs and shit. And, like, your ass. People, look, we know you're pregnant, and that's cool. And we want to, like, showcase that and be like, oh, look at this person. They have a great career, and they're also having a kid. Isn't that nice and happy? But we also still, like, want people to fuck you. Like, you know, we want people to look at you and be like... I wonder if I could put, like, another baby in there, you know? Like, there's already a baby, but, like, can you double-pregnate a lady where, like, one baby comes out nine months and the other one is just two months after that? You know what I mean? Like, one baby, two months, is, and then you have sex with the woman and she gets pregnant again, and then there's, like, two... It's like an apartment in the woman's stomach where one baby's living in 1B and the other baby is living in 1A, and it's like, hey, man, uh, she's having a baby today, and you got to go, which one? And it's like, oh, uh, Ted's. And you're like, okay, sweet. Well, call me in you know, a couple weeks whenever uh, my baby comes out of her. Uh, you know, let me know. Good luck to you and Ted. Um, it's just weird. Just weird. Can we just, is there no way to just show pregnant people? And what's the big glorious thing of like, oh, look at them. They're pregnant in public. Ooh. Are they supposed to go live in a cave? For nine months, burrow into the center of the earth and be hooked up to an IV, just just shut down into a coma and then come back out. Look at her. She just had a baby, but she's she's you know been fucking running on the elliptical. She's she's just back into peak physical condition. Good thing she got that baby weight off her. How disgusting is that? Can, look at how big she is. I know. She has a person growing inside of her. It's, I don't understand the big like. Look at them; they're pregnant. Look at this. Is this like? Is it supposed to be some sort of like? Look at how brave they are, showing you that they are creating life. Because the rest of you know the rest of the women on Earth, as soon as they get pregnant, they lock themselves in a room, close the blinds, put on uh, headphones, and just listen to Coldplay for eight months in a in a darkened room that people throw ice cream into. Then they have a baby. Then they go into another darkened room that's just a treadmill and and um, you know Aerosmith blasting. And they run for two straight weeks to to lose that disgusting body fat that comes from making a person it's just i don't understand the big like look at me i'm pregnant naked on a cover of a magazine check out how brave or like i don't i just don't understand what we're supposed to be getting out of that i don't understand you could have the same type of thing person on a cover because i understand celebrity obviously people like to see what the people the people are doing it's okay, you got a picture of a celebrity wearing something, and they're like, I'm pregnant. Isn't that happy and fun? No, they got to be like, 
bent over, a, a dildo sort of coming in from off to the side, and it's like, oh, God, is she going to have a baby and blow a guy? Um, And just every, you know, and that's not, uh, I mean, Beyonce's the one right now that has that kind of cover out, and it's like, but that's not limited to her by any stretch. The, over the course of, I think Liv Tyler at one point in time, there's the big, this is the picture that I've seen a lot in, in over the years, is a celebrity who is uh, basically naked, and it's a shot from the waist up, stomach sticking out, right, obviously because she's pregnant, and then her just hands covering her tits, right, no shirt, no nothing, just arm over her tits, and it's like, she's pregnant, look out, the, the baby's coming, and you go, yeah, okay, cool, but I mean, is this the picture that they sent out to, like, family? This, like, weird, kind of lewd picture where, you know, a, a woman's, like, spread eagle, but <laughs> stomach's sticking out, and it's like, I'm pregnant. It's like, all right, cool, well, you're my daughter. You want to put some pants on? Is there any sort of way that you could not show me how you made the baby while you're telling me that you're having the baby? Like, bent over a kitchen counter. We're expecting... Because we were here three weeks ago, you know, really pounding each other. It's just an odd, I don't understand what is what we're supposed to do down here as regular people looking at a half-naked celebrity's uh, pregnant stomach. Like, what are we supposed to think? Good job. Brave. Good. I can't wait for that kid to come out so I can see him in a Lincoln Town car with the, uh, the windows blacked out as he speeds through every neighborhood. You know, I can't wait to see that kid go to a private school that only aliens and, and uh, uh, monsters from other uh, dimensions go to that you're never, ever going to see. Can't wait to see that kid sitting at the top of a tower that I'm not allowed in. I mean, what, I just don't understand the, you know, oh, you're having a baby celebrity that wouldn't talk to me regardless? Sweet. Can I talk to your baby? It's like, no, you can't talk to my baby, for Christ's sake. My baby floats through this world in a weird pod, and when they're 12, you see that they have an empire. They already own a successful clothing line because I just gave them that. They sell cookies that are, that are you know, huge in Japan. My 13-year-old is already a billionaire, and you can't talk to him even now. Um... We really want to see celebrities naked. It's not enough that they just do what they do. Got to see them naked before you're dead. And then even when you're dead, we'll take people will take pictures of a dead celebrity easily and post, post that online. This person almost got out of this life with just showing us their talent. But look at them balls. Good thing this person flipped their car 16 times on a highway and was thrown 200 feet so that I could take a picture of their sack and post it online. They almost got off of this world fully clothed. Well, not today, fuckbag. Shouldn't have taken that corner at 100. Um, oh, God. Taking a sip of coffee. I really hope this mic sounds okay, guys. I mean, as I said, I was worried about doing this episode because I don't have the, the uh, you know, the right sort of things, but I didn't want to not do it because then that sets a precedent where... You know, I'm doing it sometimes. I'm not doing it other times. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm doing this for you, okay? Okay? You. I don't know what you're doing. What, do you clean your house? You're washing dishes? This is for you, all right? This isn't for me. You you think I like waking up at 8 in the morning to scream into a microphone? I do. I do. You know that I do. I'm having a good time. Um, what else? I thought there was something else I wanted to sort of uh, ramble about here. Dun, 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 dun. Yo, there might not be. 
And before I just sit here and start, uh, you know, talking about absolutely zero, uh, I might get out of here, guys. Um, I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but um, you know, I, I, you know, uh, you know, you know, think it's. Uh, I think we learned a lot. I think we got to the bottom of some things. I think we really, really figured some stuff. I don't think we really figured some stuff out, but I hope that you guys enjoyed uh, this episode that was maybe not going to happen and then uh, full tilt happened sorry it was late I apologize for that but uh, here we are I actually started to do it yesterday I started to do the podcast yesterday but because uh, when I came in I uh, I can't sleep on planes that's just not gonna happen I can't sleep on a, a death tube flying through the skies I don't know how people do it the people that can sleep on planes must have just a crawl space full of dead hookers how are you that fine with flying through the space controlled by somebody else and you're just like yeah I'm gonna go to sleep now I can't do it I have to stay up I have to keep looking out the window and see the ground and know that like we haven't you know floated into a different dimension um, so I didn't sleep, right? Six hours on the plane, and then as soon as I landed, it's an hour in the car. I had about an hour in the hotel before I had to go do a show, and then, um, kind of tried to go to sleep, but I really couldn't because I was excited and, uh, you know, about doing Conan, excited and nervous, so I was up super early, then did Conan, and then, uh, you know, I just haven't really slept too much since I've been here, so I tried to do this podcast yesterday, and I started it, and uh, I was like, oh, man, I have no energy. I can't think of nothing. I'm like, you know, this one ain't going to be good. So let me let me, let me, me go out. Let me, you know, sleep again. Let me have one more night. Hopefully sleep myself into having a brain that works again and try this again tomorrow. So, again, that's why it was late. But I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this episode. As, uh, as always, you can check out NathanMcIntosh.com. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Nathan McIntosh. And um, uh, obviously, you can listen to this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes. And on iTunes, please go rate, subscribe, and comment. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, and if you'd like to donate to this podcast to keep this thing going, uh, you can go to NathanMcIntosh.com, positive, uh, positive Anger tab. And at the bottom, it says Donate to uh, Positive Anger. Um, and the shout-outs for this week, everybody, is only one, because I didn't really ask for any, but it's a good one, okay? Shout-outs for this week, and again, if anybody wants a shout-out, tweet at me, Instagram message me, Facebook, Nathan McIntosh Comedy, whatever you want to do. And we got uh, shout-out for this week is Carla from Toronto. Carla, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and her birthday is February 3rd, Friday. Happy 30th birthday, Carla. 30 is a big one. It's when you you start to have a you, you know a real good time. It's like when you're when you're like, "Oh yo, I'm me. You can't tell me nothing. Yo, what are you a uh, loser? Yo, get the fuck out." That type of stuff, you know? So Carla, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Happy 30th birthday. I hope it's a great one. Uh anybody that wants a shout out, again, please uh, uh message me whenever. Uh, this has been uh Positive Anger and um lastly one more time, I know I've said this a thousand times. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast, and thank you so much for uh, watching the the set on Conan for for the messages you guys sent. Uh, again, Taiwan, just it's great. Thank you guys so much for all the for all the love that you showed. Uh, I really really appreciate it. Means a lot, seriously does. So again, this is positive anger. Thank you guys. Later.